0: Don't present me with information that proves I'm wrong, because I'll have to say some stupid things to try to make it sound like I'm right.
1: What's up, folks? It's another edition. It's Hitting the High Notes Jazz Talk. I am here. You can follow me on the Twitterverse, at Jazz High Notes, at Jazz High Notes, and I am here. This guy can solve a world in uh, in seven turns every time. It is uh, the Jared Barker himself, Mr. Go the distance, 49. What's up, man?
0: Oh, man, I'm just whipping something foreign with the Spire tag, signing on the dotted line, whatever's going to get the bag. Um, you know how it would be.
1: That was very white of you. Um, and um, uh, we're here. it's <laughs> we, the tiny
0: know, mini gang. That's what I call the Joe Ingalls fan base.
1: And uh, <laughs> Dragon Squatch is um, off. Um, uh, he had to work at the strip club tonight. So, um, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's got he's to pay the bills. Uh, so we we're bringing on in his stead... Um, uh, the bearded of the grills. He's, uh, at beard grills, G R Y L I Z Z. I don't know if he's a grizzly fan. Well, we'll have to ask him. Um, uh, what's that beard grill? Should we just call you beard? Like i um, a coach beard.
0: Hey, there you go.
1: I'm all down for that. All right, all right. So yeah, welcome, welcome to the f- first time I'm a, a guest here on the pod. I'm a, we watched first co- time, long time.
0: Yeah. Hey Coach Beard is the best character on that
1: show. Coach Beard is though. probably the best uh, character on that sure. show. Well so.
0: like, except for maybe uh I like I also
1: like oh dude, what's the young Nate. the
0: young football player's name? Nate. No, no I hate Nate, Oh Nate. Man,
1: I don't uh, uh, <laughs> Oh Nate. Sorry, Nate. No, it's like Freddie or something. I can't oh yeah, no, no, Nate. <laughs> um but um, uh, we're here. We're gonna talk some jazz. We got um, we're gonna do something a little different today. Uh, uh well, something a little different, and then Jared has, has another rant uh, lined up that um, he's prepared. So we get, we're gonna get that. Uh, but we're also gonna do some things that, you know, uh, uh, on here I like to try the devil's advocate more than than anything else. You know, let let everybody give their opinions, and whatever they do, just try to go the opposite way. One thing, um, or a couple things that we haven't done is um, sometimes I've leaned too heavily into one aspect, so we're going to try to do things a little differently. But since we have um, a beard here, first we're going to well, talk. Well,
0: yeah, that was part of the balance we were trying to provide tonight. I mean, uh, w- unfortunately, our our, uh, our Joe Ingalls um, stand wasn't able to come through for us this time, but but we're going to try to get him on another time. Right. You know, he's a, his perspective is a strong one, and I, and I appreciate it honestly. And um, I enjoy I enjoy anybody who has passion about their fandom. Sorry.
1: So so beard, um, uh, you know, you, you said first time, long time, um. Uh, so you know, the funny thing is that we we follow each other on Twitter, and, and I was going to tell you this before we started that I'm uh, like I was like oh, we follow each other on Twitter. I just assume, but a lot of times i I'm, uh, I'm just. I, I just get people who tweet a lot about the jazz on my timeline and I have no idea that I'm not following them because I see their tweets all the time but I just checked we are following each other so that's cool. Um, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself beard. I'm uh, like w- you know what do you like without giving your locations away cuz I don't want anybody to come and like you know kidnap you but I don't want any stalkers up in here. Right, exa- You know with with the dozens of listeners we have, you never know. So um <laughs> uh, um yeah, so like so like what do you do and like how did you become a jazz fan?
2: So, names Alex. AKA Beard. Uh been jazz fans ever since I was little. Remember getting my heart ripped out when I was seven when MJ hit that shot over Brian Russell. Um grew up here, in Utah, Salt Lake area. I'm a mean scene, mean green selling machine, salesman. Um, but I'm not I'd sell and cheer on the jazz.
1: And I, I believe you're, I, I'm going to assume your name is uh, uh, inspired by Bear Grylls.
2: It is. It is. started growing my beard out. I was a big fan of Bear Grylls at that time. So made sense. Literally made the name and then got a DM five minutes later asking for someone to have their name back because they just deleted their account on accident. Oh. Got slide in
0: within like five minutes of where he didn't have an account.
1: Sound That's far. Hilarious. Ignored him. I uh,
0: want to keep it. <laughs> uh, but, well, I would have been like, I mean, I can sell it to you, but it's going to cost you like five hundred bucks. <laughs> right. I think I said something like that, but you
2: you didn't want to have it. You just like,
1: just let me have it back. All, All right. right. So, so you're um, uh, since you're um, uh, a fan of Bear Grylls, I got to ask you how many how many um, uh, cups of urine do you drink um, uh, daily?
2: No, I'm. Uh, just getting into join my Facebook group, you know, Okay, to okay. figure that out, and try just, to figure that out. You, you know. know,
1: TBD, TBD. Urine drinking is is very popular nowadays. Um, uh, guys, we have uh, a special guest uh, who just walked in. He is preparing to leave the country to go to China. I'm gonna get a mic set up for him right now. Uh, Sam Farnsworth from KSL. So, so we we we're gonna to talk to him about many things about China, about You're urine drinking, stem, stem, want to China. and um, uh, and um, uh, maybe even the jazz a little bit. If we, if we have a chance here one second. Okay, so Sam um, uh, Sam Farnsworth from um, uh, from KSL. Um, I know I know I know a celebrity folks, and so uh, to find uh, celebrity <laughs> as he as he walks in yeah, here. Uh, TV, man. What was that?
0: He's on TV. He's I on mean. the he's
1: on the TV. You can see him. on your TV weeknights. Emma, around ten twenty ish, ten seventeen ish. Uh, really, when your first hit, your 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 tease goes live. That's right. We had a, we had a good show today, Sam. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. We we showed some BYU before they got like, massacred My in goodness. the second. Half. that was nuts.
3: <laughs> that Gonzaga team is good. That's yeah. all I gotta say. Rolled over by Gonzaga. Holy yeah. cow! Like BYU played pretty well today. Gonzaga uh, shot sixty nine percent.
1: Nice.
3: Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sam, yeah. doesn't listen to, Sam doesn't Same. listen to the podcast,
1: but that is our running joke on here. It's the running joke of males from, you know, anyone anyway that was born from 1980 to 2000. I don't, I don't know if the other kids do it nowadays, but yeah. <laughs> um, the millennials sure like to do it. Um, so, Sam, um, uh, we're, we're about to talk some jazz. So we're talking to, um, uh, so you know, Jared Barker, who's usually on here. We, we have um, uh, Beard grills on here, so we're talking because his name is inspired after the bear. Um, Excellent So Sam is like he, he's, he's triple masked Trying to make sure oh, he does not uh, I, I, I know we should We should have we it on we right should right got your mask Shoot <laughs> I tested negative today And I, I, I have, I I have the shots know. There you go All right And and um, uh, Sam is uh, heading to China For um, uh, the Special Olympics <laughs> <I'm> sorry <Winter laughs> China, <man. laughs> It's a regular Winter Olympics I don't know why it's special Winter <laughs> Olympics The Winter Special Olympics Come a little bit later I don't know. I don't know where that came from. The Winter
3: Olympics are very special. <laughs>
1: yes, exactly. Um, uh, so we, we got to make sure Sam does not test positive in the in the two weeks before he goes. Because
3: yeah, you know. it that tell you what, man? They they uh, basically told me I have to isolate myself from anyone that is going into public in, in a roundabout way. They said that. So my kids go to school. I'm supposed to isolate Not from them. Anymore. That's the suggestion. Is that, Yeah. Well, thankfully today they got the. Uh, hey, you're homeschooling now. So, I don't know. My wife works. Uh, she just barely got a job as a nurse at a at a rehab hospital, and I basically told her I'm like, you you can't go to work until I leave.
1: No. I, so, I I told Sam today I'm like, dude, like, cause you know we we work right next to the jazz games, and we go over there to like you know when the jazz play. I'm like, dude, yeah. you can't even go no. to the jazz game anymore.
3: No. So
1: it's like dodging bullets nowadays. It yeah. is. I yeah. just
3: yeah. That's totally what it is. I mean, it's. Uh, every, I'm doing absolutely everything I can. I just, I'm just trying to get there. Uh, just trying to get there.
1: I'm glad you walked in, Sam, because I'm. uh We're gonna do so. A lot of people. Sam is
3: like Neo bullets. Yeah, exactly. He's oh,
1: man, <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, sometimes we're a little like negative. Like we're in the podcast world. We we try to like figure out things that have talking points mm-hmm. um and we've been on you know trade kicking uh, the trade kick uh, a lot for the last 3 years really mm-hmm. um also like right now the jazz are on a four game losing streak and it's really easy to get down and also just like you know the jazz have g- gone through their own covid issues obviously um we knew it was coming um and the these last four games and maybe the last like you know 3 or 4 weeks have kind of i don't know shook jazz fans a little bit here because uh, of the, the losses at home to the wizards and the Spurs. And then for mm-hmm. me, those wins against the, the COVID teams where they kind of like snuck by in the fourth quarter. Right. Like, I mean, they, they had some problems with them um, and maybe I'm a little too harsh on the jazz there, but mm. I want to be positive here. And um, you know, the jazz, you know, we were just talking about this before the pause started, the Grizzlies tonight beat the Timberwolves. The Grizzlies are kind of in that yeah. third, that, that driver's seat for third, the third seed the jazz right now and the you know the jazz have a hard schedule coming up you know they're in the fourth yeah. seed but let's spin this into a positive for the jazz uh, jazz fans here the the
3: uh, the positive, the positive. Uh, i'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah, i mean all right <laughs> so i, I was going to say so even when they were winning before you know when they when they played that golden state game um after they lost they were tied with the Warriors for the best in-conference record in the NBA. It was pretty good, 16-4 uh, and in-conference. Problem was is only two of those wins, of those 16 wins, came against teams with a winning record at that time. And so so it, it's kind of like, okay, who have they played? And you look at the schedule and you, you, you kind of look ahead now and you're like, okay, now we're really going to get an idea of what this team is made of because now they're really <coughs> going to have some solid – good playoff opponents on the schedule coming up but then COVID hits and players are held out so that they don't get detained in Toronto and uh, you know this uh, undersized rosters crazy lineups that we've never seen before it, it's kind of a tough time to get too down on the so I guess that's the positive is don't get down on this team too badly I know Donovan was super critical Uh, he can be, he can be critical. He's on the team. He's a player. You know what I mean? Uh, but as a fan, it's like, you know, hold on, catch your breath for a minute. Let's get this team back to, back to 100, I guess. and, And then we'll go from there. I, I think this has really shown how valuable I, I've always been on the, I think Donovan Mitchell is the best player on the jazz, but I think Rudy Gobert is the most valuable player to the jazz. I've always kind of been on that. And I think this stretch here has really proven that, um, Right. And it's almost like, you know, if the Jazz go on a sweet run towards the playoffs again, if Rudy's name doesn't come up in NBA MVP conversation, I'm not saying he <laughs> would win, but if it doesn't come up in that conversation, I'd just be uh, kind of, you know, taken back. Uh, that no, no one is considering him I mean, as one of the most valuable players in this league.
1: Unrivals rivals, Alice Carey apparently was uh, criticizing uh, Rudy Gobert being fifth in MVP um, uh, ranking or whatever it was so um, uh, you could talk to him on on, the, on his show yeah, so that's a good idea <laughs>
3: no but you know there, there's still so much basketball left to be played in and, and seasons are season uh, jazz tend to be over history they they have their runs throughout seasons so i always wait till after that all-star break all yeah. right that's when we need to have a run that's when we need to get hot i think it was quinn snyder who even said you need to be playing playoff basketball by uh, april or something like that once once you kind of figure that out uh once you're Wherever you're at in April, that's kind of what you're going to be in the postseason. So there's still a lot of time to figure out what they need to be.
1: And, and beard, i you know, I don't know where you kind of fall on the whole where the Jazz are right now, but um, what, what about you in the span? Like, how do you feel about the Jazz team right now?
2: Like, I think it's really hard to tell how it is. Like right now with all this COVID stuff, but like you just look at how they're playing before everyone went down. Had number one offense. Still had a top 10 defense, I'm pretty sure. You know, you got, I think, an MVP candidate in Rudy. I think I'm still confident with how they can play and how they can perform. Like Sam was saying, it all counts on how you're playing in April May, not now. I still think, like, there can be improvements made. And I think that they're going to kind of get hit in the face with some reality of, like, what they need to improve on. But overall, I'd still count them as a contender and, and one of the top teams in the league.
1: Jared, pump this Jazz team up, I'm, uh, you know, you go the distance and, and, pump, and pump them up. Well, I mean,
0: honestly, I think that uh, we when, when, Danny, when the Danny Ainge hire was first made, we kind of poo pooed it a little bit. But looking at it in retrospect and all the things we heard about the team, I feel like in some ways that hire may have been kind of smart, you know, because he, mm-hmm. he can help maybe continue to turn over some rocks and whatnot and, you know, just figure things out in terms of the roster and the future. Now I know that, you know, we're all worried about this year, but I, I guarantee that the team is worried about more than just this year. Cause they're really concerned about, you know, Donovan's future. Like, yes. Especially Donovan's future because that's the biggest wild card, right? And that's, and a, so I, think, yeah. I think that, uh, the, 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 the team is working hard behind the
1: scenes. The, the next year and a half obviously, will be scary for them. Yeah. yeah
0: obviously, um, we're not we're I, not seeing all the work that's being put in. We're not seeing all the stuff that's going on in in those offices. But I, I'm sure that you know those guys are busting their asses, man. Sam, what
1: do you
3: know? Tell you know what do you know? <laughs> what do I know? This is like well, let, you know, let, Sam, you, Sam let me tell you. on Twitter all my the time. sources tell me. No, <laughs> they're like Sam. What do you like? This
1: I, is uh, the BYU I head like, coach hiring. I
3: like uh, <laughs> that you brought up the Danny Ainge hiring because it, it does seem now that they're kind of going through some growing pains, that that hiring was almost a little, uh, I don't want to say prophetic. prophetic. Yeah, but, <laughs> but yeah. that's The thing is, I, I think, and and this is a testament to Ryan Smith, the jazz owner. He saw that, okay, this team's great, but as a business builder, and, and now he's into the team building business, he sees we still have to take a step forward because last year wasn't good enough. We have to do something different. What can we do? Uh, I... Ryan Smith, I'm spe- I'm putting words into his mouth. I'm I'm a rookie in this business, so to speak. I'm still new in this business. Bring in Danny Ainge, a guy who has decades of experience building teams, to come and he he also holds the title of assistant governor. That means, uh, or alternate governor, I mean, uh, the I think is the the title he holds. That means he uh, next to Ryan Smith is the ultimate decision maker for this Utah Jazz team, right? So. Ryan Smith is bringing in a guy that he can learn from as well. Ryan Smith can learn from how to how to run a team, how to make uh, important decisions down the road. And not only that, but y- you brought up you know this is a move for the future as well. This the Jazz have a, about a I want to say a three year window right here. Uh, I th- I think that's a pretty I think that's pretty fair. But <laughs> that's they've got a big it. But, but <laughs> well I know. But if you want that window to stay three years, I'm talking I'm including I'm including this season. So this season, and the next two. It, if if you want to include. All three of those seasons in that window, you got to make uh, you, you got to shuffle things up a little bit, and, and it's better to do that now right. than than wait.
1: For for me, I'm, uh, the positive spin on this is like, you know, again the mantra that we started at the beginning of the season, preseason, and that I I really need to refocus on is that regular season doesn't matter. Like we saw what they did in the regular season last year, we saw the the strain to put on them last year, and this year I think they really wanted to come in and be like, you know, not not throw away the season. But keep the focus on going, hey, you know, 82 games is a long season. we we got to just do what we need to do to get to the finish line, the first finish line, and then we have to focus on that next, that the postseason.
3: They know that the number one seed doesn't mean anything. Right. Like, a, a, like, okay, home court for the first round is important, but after that, does not matter anymore? Uh,
1: I, I mean, I, so that this, that exact, my point here is, like, we, we, we kind of know who the top four in the West are going to be. It's, it's Phoenix, it's Golden State, it's Memphis, it's the Jazz. Unless something really drastic happens – I think we can all agree that we, that's, you know, if we have the yeah. gun to our head picked right now, those are the top four teams. Now, does it matter what order? Like, I mean, does it, does it really matter who you play in the first round? I mean,
2: you're going to have to play everyone eventually.
1: Right. right. At some yeah. point, like, right? Like, I'm a, you know, your first round opponent is probably going to be like the Lakers, the Clippers, one of those other teams that I think if you're that's a Jazz fan, you probably, huh?
3: Yeah, I want a Jazz Nuggets series.
1: Come on, <laughs> the Nuggets. I mean, again, if the and I want today, a Jazz
3: Grizzlies series again too. Anyway, so well, I mean, ahead yeah, of that us. would be fun. The, the, the
1: Grizzlies are are slowly becoming that team that you know the Jazz fans are really happy for right now. Like, oh my god, and that's that's really great for them. But in in two or three years, going to be oh man, that team. That's I just want be, a
3: healthy Dylan Brooks uh, in the playoffs. Oh man. <laughs> um,
1: and so that's where I'm at. Like, um, and and so last year we kind of saw. What the Clippers did, right? The Clippers were kind of like waiting to last game to go. Okay, the Clippers last year had the plan of we wanted, you know, we we're pretty sure we can face whoever in the first first round. It was going to be the, I think, the Blazers or the or the uh, Mavericks. They said whoever we'll, we'll beat them in six, that's fine. Then we want to face the Jazz as opposed to the Suns in the next round, mm-hmm. and and they sort of you know they, they picked and choose and, and they chose correctly, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, the quiet stuff from uh, you know something, nothing you can plan for. So the Jazz are. I'm not saying they're doing the same thing, but they you know this could be put them in position going. You know what? Let's not you know the Grizzlies really nice story. If you're a Jazz fan, and and maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm the one that's as being kind of dumb here, but I think the Grizzlies are a nice story. I think the Grizzlies are doing a really great job. If the Jazz were to face the Grizzlies in the seven game series today, I think the Jazz still win because. You know, the Grizzlies, with that. This, is their, this is their first kind of like go through. Like, this is like the Jazz team from two or three years ago. Like, Donovan's first or second playoff series. Like, all right, they're young, they're up and coming, they have some nice pieces, but then playoff experience, championship experience, that, that, um, uh, uh, that comes into play. And they're still you know, really honestly,
0: uh, Honestly, um, I don't completely disagree with you because I really think that um,
1: – He only sort of disagrees
0: with me. <laughs>
1: no no no
3: no.
0: just just because i think that just because i think that in a in a vacuum if i looked at it in a vacuum without you know those other things i would i would go oh yeah um grizzlies are going to take this because just because of the talent level because they haven't had that talent drain that we had you know with hayward leaving and etc um it just feels like we kind of had a drain. And with the Grizzlies, it just feels like they've been able to build, build, build. And it's just kind of like, wow. Or, you know, like they've, it feels like they've hit on pretty much every pick since they hired John.
3: Fired John Hollinger. I mean, kind of oh, there's the Desmond Bain pick. Oh, yeah. oh, uh, oh well, no, Sam, Sam, Sam doesn't know. Yeah, we're, like, we're De- Desmond gonna, Bain,
1: Desmond Bain gonna, is the no-no no word that, 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 that
3: lives in the jazz band. <laughs> that's like what <laughs> like like, so I'm saying. The, the guy in the jazz yeah. coulda, shoulda, woulda. In Pee
1: Wee's, a fun house. Like you know how they have the word of the day. Like Desmond Bains are like like we we don't say Desmond Bane here because like the yeah sorry you brought
3: back a chapter from my childhood.
1: The audience groaned like oh
3: Desmond Bain yeah. Bane of our existence. Yeah. That, should, well,
1: that should be the article <laughs> I write for KSLSports.com. <laughs> Look how stupid the Jazz are. Um, all right. But, well, I mean, um, um, you know, so um, the Jazz, you know, so that, that's our positive outlook about the, you know, right now. Yeah. And obviously the losses right now, they, I don't think they matter that much. Like, you can't really glean anything from them. Everybody's like, you know, Eric Pascal's got to play a lot more now. Yeah.
0: I think the only thing we're getting out of these is seeing, you know, if there's some improvement uh from, from some of the guys with yeah. defensive effort. I think that's like the only thing yeah. that you can really get out of yeah.
1: these and even then I just like let's see when it all gets like when 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 it gets all back together when the band gets all back together then then you know and, and if this keeps happening then okay then I'll start to worry. But right now, without Rudy, without half the team, I mean literally like the, the Jazz played with their tallest guy being Joe Ingles, six eight. You know
2: he got kicked six, out in the first six,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. He Ten talked. He, he talked. He talked about that today on on the radio. Uh, uh, Royce O'Neal, six four, start six four, starting center for Utah Jazz. So um, announced at six five because you know Vivint you know panders to our our, our, our players um, <laughs> as they should. Um, but we well, got Pascal, six six. He's the tallest um, guy. Yeah. He, three inches
2: taller than me. I mean, that's, you're never going to win NBA game having that. Yeah. Tallest guy. I
1: mean, especially when we, the other team has legit three, seven footers that, uh, you know, are, are starting for them. So, um, it is what it is, you know? It, it well, yeah. Just...
0: Cause even when, uh, even when the Rockets went all in on small balls, wasn't, isn't PJ Tucker like six, seven. So, I mean,
1: yeah, it's just. Well, but they
2: had their whole lineup was six five, six yeah. six, six seven. Yeah, five, yeah, exactly. Be the, jazz. At what the Jazz are at. the Jazz are right, right. You know, they were, six,
1: big, they were to,
0: bigger,
1: yeah. generally um, speaking. So uh, we we've been on this trade, and something I have not done very well is be the devil's advocate to keeping the team together. Um, uh, you know, we talk about you know you know trading Joe Ingles, trading Jordan Clarkson, Tr- Clarkson, excuse me, uh, trading uh, Boyan Bogdanovich. Um, but there's got to be some semblance of why keeping the team together, uh, Sam. I don't know. Um, uh, do you have a thought about the benefits of really keeping this core unit together versus trying to like trade, you know, one of the three I just or talked about, or somebody else, Royce O'Neal, right. Jared Butler, um, probably not Donovan Rudy, but they're on the table. Right. So
3: well, okay. So we've we've talked about this in the past, like yes. seasons past. That I'm I'm a big don't mess with. Locker room chemistry guy, yeah, uh, chemistry. I, I, and I still think that's huge, huge in every sport. It's it's big, and in every sport, and I, and I remember this even as, as a teenager playing uh, baseball. You know, it, when you win, everything's great in your locker room. Everything is just awesome. It's always so much fun to go to practice. It's, it's, practice, yeah, practice. It's it's a blast playing in games, and you know, it's disappointing when you lose. But you're still so super confident in who you are and what you can do. Problem is, is, uh, you know, we already mentioned it in this in this podcast that they still haven't been able to translate that in the playoffs somehow. And now we're kind of in a in a midlife midseason crisis. Right. And <laughs> uh, this four game losing streak, even though they aren't at full strength on the roster, it's kind of eye opening. I think anyone is on the table except donovan and rudy i think I, I think
1: i think most definitely right now it, this, right if, right if now.
3: you're moving any either of those guys you're giving up not on this season you're giving up on a couple of seasons because you're saying "Ah, uh, we need to fix this all over again no the, the, the those guys don't need to be fixed they're right. just fine i would like to think keep mike conley his first season here was just a huge learning experience but something happened in that bubble and since then he's been fantastic uh he's got great chemistry with donovan uh, with Rudy, obviously, uh, on the pick and roll, uh, he's got leadership too, right? Yeah. Keep him. So there's three guys, don't touch. Anyone else, put them on the table. What can you get for Boyan? What could you get for Royce? What could you get for Jordan Clarkson? Um, because if the deal is right oh, yeah. to make your team better, you have to entertain that. Right, yeah.
1: um, Jared, before you go on to Joe Ingles' um, uh, tirade here, um, uh, but I, I want you to kind of like just think about like why why the Jazz should keep this team together.
0: Well, honestly, um, no light to The me. reasons I would the main reason the core of my argument would be that this team has gone through all the growing pains together, and that's kind of galvanized them. And I think that made adding Rudy Gay kind of. Like that's why I think part of the reason he was attracted to to Utah was that he was like this. Hey, this group is in a way that they're similar to other teams I've been on, like the Spurs, some of those Grizzlies teams that just had a lot of battles. And he was he was kind of attracted to that, and and just saw how that you know that group had meshed. He he was familiar with Mike Conley, you know, all those things. But so you look at. I mean, you, you look at the additions they made in the offseason, and then you look at the existing group. The group had a chance to go to the Western Conference Finals last year. They had a chance. Obviously, you know, things kind of blew up in their faces. But, I mean, we had, we were all saying it last year. We were all saying this is the best team we've seen since 97-98. And, you know, unfortunately that didn't, uh, that didn't work out down the stretch, but... I mean, a couple of things bounce their way a little bit more. You know, they don't give up a twenty-five point run, and they have. If they have Rudy Gay in that game last year, you know, maybe he's able to help them stop the bleeding and not, you know, not not blow a twenty-five point lead.
1: All right, Beard. I'm a. I am do not know. I, again, I don't know where you've fallen on this whole like if the Jazz should make a trade by the trade deadline or keep the team together. So this could be right up your, your alley here.
2: Look, I, I, have gone back and forth a lot over the last couple of weeks. I very much agree with Sam and and what Jerry was just saying there, like chemistry is important. This team has really like grown together. They've been through the bubble. They've been through COVID now, you know, they, they know each other. They've, with how intricate they say Quinn's system is, it's very beneficial to have people who know each other. You know where everyone's going to be, you know, how everyone's going to rotate. I think that's very important. Um, but if you can find the right deal, you know, put the right person out there, like I think there's definitely signs we all see that they can improve on. There's huge defensive holes that they have. There's, you know, still sometimes lack some shot creativity outside of Donovan and Mike. You need, you know, without – you even saw last night, without the centers, they, they couldn't create offense because there's no one setting screens. Yeah. So, um. I think there's there's arguments for both sides. Right now, I think today I, I'm sitting on let's let's stand pat. Let's make sure that you know just keep building this team. Let's let's trust them, trust the team, trust the Quinn where they're gonna be. But you know tomorrow I might change my mind with hearing <laughs> some names that might be available. Right. A month? When's the deadline? About uh, a month.
1: About a month. Right. It's right around the All Star break. Yeah, so yeah. either like a week before and and. and for me, like, obviously, I've been talking about trading some of these guys for, like, three years now. So. Yeah, trades always <laughs> happen, right? Like, right up
3: to the deadline yeah, anyway, so. so you do have time. Right,
1: and so um, uh, I, and I've i been talking about, you know, so this, for me, is going to be a little bit harder. Uh, but, like, my beer brought up one of my points is that, like, this is a very intricate system that Quinn has. We've heard it. Uh, I don't know why, but we've, we've heard it. Like, it's really hard. We saw it. You know, Mike Conley his first year, as Sam pointed out. Jared Butler this year um, uh, not getting rotational minutes because it seems like the system is really hard. Now, we, we all kind of think, hey, we make a trade. Whoever we're trading for, boom, going to fit right in without any growing pains. Um, and I'm not quite sure I agree with Sam on the three-year window, because like, this might be the, 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 the widest window is going to be for the Jazz. Even if the window's still open, it feels like it's already on, on the decline, like it's closing, right? And so um, uh, if you mess with that this year, uh, you, add, you add a piece, and it doesn't work out this year. That window could be a lot closer to closing than, than opening or or, or being uh, opened, I guess. Um, and so, you know, if you add a piece, you know, you, let's say you lose it, Joe Ingles or or Jordan Clarkson, all of a sudden you're trying to, you know, fit a, a, a circle peg into our star uh, hole here, um, um, and and that could be a problem. You know, we 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 tend to like think, oh, you know, someone will come in and boom, you get their production, you get their Nineteen points and seven rebounds right away, and that—that's not how it works. You don't just take whoever and and just get their stats. You know, like they have to learn. They have to you know learn lingo, lingo, learn how. Where, like I mean, Mike Conley went from Mike Mark Gasol and had to learn how to throw alley oops yeah. because he never did that in, in, in Memphis. You know, like who was throwing alley oops? Nobody. So and that, and now he's great at it, but it took him a whole year. And that's Mike Conley, a seasoned vet coming in.
3: And encore chemistry is a big deal right. too. Yeah, obviously you learn the system, but then you got to learn. You just got to know where. You know, Mike always knows where Donovan's going to be now. Right. He always knows where Rudy's yep. going to be now, and he just looked so lost for those first yeah. four months yeah. or so. Yeah. And, and like oh,
1: that's sure. true. Yeah.
3: And we hear him talk about how he's used to playing with an, a below
0: the rim guy in uh, Marcus. Saul and yeah. yeah. Like with Rudy, you know, he can go up and get it.
1: So it was just yeah. And yeah so it was just again, and that's a curve. that's a steep learning curve for a guy yeah. who was a seasoned vet. And so, um, so, and and the other point I'm going to make is that, you know, I always throw out Jeremy Grant because like th- that's a player that I don't think I don't know if Jeremy Grant's available for the Jazz, but I I think of like that archetype, like okay, cool, someone that's got some length, someone who who does a, a pick and pop, you know, three type thing, uh, and somebody who just you know has enough length and uh, and good instincts to play some perimeter defense and, and can be long you know like again you know i, I always compare Boyan, like bojan someone who can, who can, can get throw open. a
0: couple other names out there just to kind of put them in your yeah go ahead K, like a kcp also or a um a harrison barnes right those are the type of guys you're looking for yes and but
1: and so now like th- those guys are pretty good names because you know they've had some hey, good P. weeks P.J. washington pj washington today okay uh, yeah. And those are those are really great. And if those guys are on the table, I'm, I'm like, yeah, you know, like, okay, but now here's here's maybe more something closer to reality, like Jordan Clarkson for Robert Covington or uh, Josh. I'm about that. Or Josh. Exactly. You, and you shouldn't, but those might be those types of deals that are actually out there. Like Jeremy Grant might not be actually available or Jeremy Grant might not be available I, honestly, for that would, price.
0: I wouldn't necessarily hate the Roco deal because I think his value is kind of. At a low because okay. Portland, uh, under-
1: and, and I appreciate that. because like, actually, because that—that's things that, like, if you if the trade, a, a tra- let's say a trade like Jordan Clarkson and I like, could pick happens for Roco, right? Yeah. And his his value is really low right now, but there was a time and it wasn't. I mean, it was a couple years ago where that guy was known as a a really fearless three and D guy, and w- right. was was um, uh, and or maybe like Josh Richardson who was drafted out of college a lot younger, um, than Rocco. Uh, who's also known as a three and d guy but just hasn't really shown it is there is you're probably gonna get a project back in when Jordan Carson came here, he was a project, right like don't they, they the jazz gave Dante who a different project again, this is <laughs> Sam just starts chuckling here um uh, Dante Exum, who was given up um uh, you know, and Jordan Carson were brought in because they were trading different sets of skills for each other
0: Kid whose body failed him, man
1: yeah yeah and and so like so I, I think Sometimes you know I, I always throw a Grant because I just know it's an easy, a uh, name for people to kind of grasp, like to grasp the archetype that I'm looking for, um, and be excited. But if I say Roco, people are like, "Oh, gross!" You know, because I, I think um, I said Roco and and beer was like not excited. <laughs> Doesn't excite me, but you know, and 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 probably shouldn't. But these are like we might just get no, a name that's, back.
0: That's how honestly that at first when I first heard that suggestion like uh, a month or two ago. I felt the same way, but yeah. So it kind of had to marinate with me a while, and I kind of was like, "Wait a minute, you know, he looked really good for the Rockets, yeah. and he looked pretty good for the Sixers." It's like I,
1: I, I think it's just going to be something that in... that might be a name that you get back that won't excite you very much right now, but you kind of have to like give it some time. And that's things that like can, can you can Jazz fans, can Jazz front office, can the whole Jazz team as a whole, uh, the whole Jazz team as a whole, good, good English, can the Jazz team as a whole. <laughs> Um, uh, like, wait one, two, three months, you know, as we get closer to the postseason to see if they fit into that eighth-man role, um, a la Rudy Gay, and, and do what he does. Like, really, I mean, Rudy Gay is a post player, but he also has been shown that he pops threes and um, uh, plays pretty good defense. Like, if you can get just another one of those guys on the team, all of a sudden you have Rudy Gay, Royce O'Neal, and this third player, Roko or whoever it is. And if they, if Rocco or Josh Richardson or whoever this person is comes in right. and, and plays a Rudy Gay type game, then this Jazz team looks different. But, you know, you're going to have to give up Jordan Clarkson, right? You're going to have to give up a fan favorite uh, or maybe Joe Ingles. So before you do that, Sam wants to say a thing and then Jared's going to talk about Joe Ingles.
3: I, I like it. <laughs> Sorry, no. Yeah. I, I I got distracted, so I got lost on my phone for a second there. When when they he got all lost the way back is what he said. Well, no, all the way back <laughs> when someone uh, one of you guys mentioned a Contavious Caldwell Pope, I was like. What was it about him this season against the Jazz that <laughs> he, he dumped off the backboard? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <So> now, <laughs> that's, I, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. he had the yeah. got stuffed by the side of the He's backboard. actually played pretty well
1: the last couple of weeks without He probably, also hit yeah. a game,
3: yeah, buzzer beater against yeah, the
1: Jazz. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. So um, anyway. uh, yeah. But yeah, those are the type of guys and so it's just, it's, it's not always a home run on paper. You're not going to win it on paper, but you know, it could think- grow.
3: So. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on that. I think that was I think that was the play of the game on uh, yeah, Sportsbeat, uh like, right? we, 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 wa- we all want to like I know
1: Sam and I watched it live together. We didn't
3: we didn't let it lie, die.
1: Uh, yeah, it was, I was like, like watch him go off the backboard like and then and then like he <laughs> he, he shot one like over the backboard. So yeah, the same game. The Rudy effect, pretty, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh Jared though has been marinating this. He's been soaking in this uh Provo style. Um <laughs> <laughs> but uh um, <laughs> that, that is like nasty <laughs> <laughs> um uh but he's got some joe ingles um uh uh stuff he has to get off his well, chest now, here well think about this off his so tinfoil have, hat
0: so friend of the pod he's, he's been on here with us before uh gets it
1: he
0: <laughs> uh, somebody had, had tweeted something to the effect that uh you know what, what he got you know he's he came up with a thread about what do what do guys get to do you know after they get ejected do they get to go home you know do they get do they shower and they sit there and wait for everybody you know and then somebody else had, had you know a little blurb and then and then I replied with uh, you know we'll know if he actually went home or whatever if he interviews after the game <laughs> and and lo and behold he did an interview. <laughs> He did an interview. He declined or whatever. And I'm like, well, mate, he's not – what if he's not even declining from the arena? He's already at home. He's a dad, whatever. He's like, I oh, no, not Fuck it. So I started going, okay, let's fire up the conspiracy brain. I'm like, okay, Joe Ingles decided he was going to get himself tossed because earlier in the day, Danny Angel's like, you know, you're not fucking untouchable. I can trade your ass. And so he was pissed and whatever, and he was already on a short fuse. He's just coming back from COVID. He's like, ah. Oh, You know, whatever. I don't care. I'm getting tossed. (laughs) So, so he drives home, wife and kids, whatever. Yeah. You know, him and Renee have this conversation about how, you know, he can't say that to me. I'm Joe Ingles. I am the Jazz, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Uh, Obviously, none of these uh, claims are based in
3: reality In fact. It's pure conjecture. And he was pissed. He had to go back (laughs) to work. Man, I just had all this time off. I got to go back to work today. I don't want to be back at work. (laughs) As I say,
1: Sam Sam walked off because of uh, all all the swearing that Jerry was doing (laughs) in there. Yeah. So um, I mean, Joe was getting tossed, and he—he—it was funny. He went on the radio today, and they asked him about it. He's like, "I can promise you, I'll never get tossed again." So we'll we'll see if this is a turning point for Joe. He's been. We we Sam and I ran the story today, and surprisingly, Joe Ingles leads the league in uh, ejections this season, with three.
3: Three.
1: Like I, I remember the Sacramento one. He, he got two quick technical fouls in that in that first half as well.
0: He's also tied for the lead in Texas, I think.
1: No, he's actually like six. He has he has seven. Oh, he has, oh, I gosh. mean, he's tied for six, but there's like five people ahead of him. Like two with nine, three with eight. Um, gotcha. So he's got two. He's he got he got he has seven texts. He got had, had two in the Sacramento game, and then he got one for remember, when he touched the referee in the Pacers game, and in, in that in that fight yeah. between. Uh, I, was like, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that one. But yeah, so he's got three ejections this year. So I don't know. Um, but he also Joe talked about just like kind of refocusing himself, and we'll, we'll see if that happens. We'll yeah, see he that said
3: happens. he said in that interview um, on. Shameless plug: ninety-seven-five twelve eighty, the zone for they, the they KSL employ Sam. Sports. Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: listen to the in the Morning. Empl- yeah, right.
3: <laughs> no, but he said he said on that show um, that he he wants to have fun, right? Right. And, and I, not that I doubt he's having fun, but he said when you go back and you look at my highlights, at all the games where I'm doing really well, he's like, I'm having fun. I'm laughing. I'm out there cracking jokes. I'm smiling. He's like I want to get back to that and just be that guy, and you know he, that you know that in still entails trash talk, right? But he, he <laughs> but he's he's just not going to let it get to him apparently. So yeah. we'll see. Hopefully that's. Yeah, I, I, mean, I like a, I, everyone likes fun. Joe Ingalls.
1: Uh, maybe this week where,
3: where week, he's doing his headband stuff, yeah, and maybe this week whatever. off
1: really like you know getting COVID sucks. Like he he didn't have symptoms, yeah. but maybe just having a week off from just again because we we talk about some of these guys who Rudy included, these guys went from. Um, Playoffs, Olympics, short off-season, back to, back to work, you know? Yeah. And, like, that's, I mean, I mean, Sam's going to go to China for a month, guys. And, uh, like, he refuses to take time off. I keep telling him, you need to take time off. <laughs> you need to go see your kids. Oh, go I touch will. grass. See, see your kids, you know? So... Kids
2: give you
3: uh, I COVID. Think, uh, I think Renee's is sick of losing
1: money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, maybe they know that he's retiring, so he's like, hey, we need to save up our nest egg, so you got to <laughs> stop giving the money away.
3: No more fines. I read an old old article. Uh, yeah, him and Jimmy Butler. No, no, today. Yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you guys see that yeah, yeah, on ESPN? Yeah. It's not an old article. It was yeah. today, right?
1: But it was an old story. About an him old and, yeah. story,
3: yeah, about him and Jimmy. Yeah. Him and Jimmy Butler, how like, the,
1: they kept, like, getting in with each other, like Jimmy came up to him and was like, hey, you want your money? I want my money. Let's just bury it. And Joe was like, sure. Peace. So, yeah. Peace. Right before one of their games. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Truce. Good. Yep. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Um, okay. So um, as you finish up, Beard, thanks for coming on. Sam, thanks for just walking in and, okay. and, and, and joining before you have to go home here. Um, but Sam today... Started wordle, so I started wordle yesterday. <laughs> but I don't want to say like I'm a, a pro at this or anything. But Sam's like, "What's this wordle thing?" And he tried it. I was like, "Hey, you did it. Good job. You, you figured out the word." And then Jimmy Fallon did it like a couple hours after we did it. So, uh, how you know, is, 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 Jared Beard, are you guys doing wordle? Have you guys joined the cult? yet? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm the wordle
0: train. I don't do it every day, but yeah, I, I, yeah. I do it. Okay. Like
1: I'm a even a Valerie of Ohio, and I am a. We decided we're gonna do Wordle on our stream, like old Lingo style. Like we each gonna take a turn, try to get the word, or whatever. And then I watched like a like a like a five minute episode of Lingo. I'm like, oh, we need another team to kind of do that too. So that could be our <laughs> and and sounds. Find out how to do Wordle Unlimited. So get some practice in.
3: No, it's not. It's not. Oh, a, it's, a, it's, a I, it's a new day. It's a new day. It's after day. midnight. It's a new day. You know, yes, it, it is. is. Stream man.
1: Oh yeah, we have a Twitch stream. Uh, Twitch uh, at, at Twitch. I'm um, a uh, username. Uh, Who's your daddy nine? That's H uh, U U S. Your daddy no, nine. No, how regular is your is your really? stream though? We we're figuring that part out. It's <laughs> hard. It's hard when, <laughs> it's hard when uh, like she she's in Ohio and I, I'm here and we and like you know my day off is like we only have like one day off that corresponds with each other. It's oh, we'll,
0: fig-
2: we'll figure we'll figure awesome.
1: it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. You know, um, you know. I, I can't, apparently the, you know Sam won't let me Twitch from the studio so.
3: Hey, I don't <laughs> go right out on set during sports, you just yeah. over my shoulder.
1: <laughs> Sam Farter live on Twitch, everybody. Yep. So, um, uh, Yeah. So Sam, um, uh, now you can do Wordle while you're in China. Um, uh, did, did you guys figure out, so today's, yesterday's Wardle, I guess we can tell people now, it was it was Abby. Did you guys get it? Or did you guys uh, do no, it? No, I guessed
0: Allie. Allie.
1: Allie was a good guess. Allie was a good
0: yeah, guess. Yeah, but I, I got it on the last
1: one. Okay, all right.
0: Yeah, I wasted too many guesses trying to figure out how to fit it, the. It was a hard one. This was yeah, a. Yeah, it was. It was one. hard.
1: Like um, sounds uh, know, like because Sam got on five, so did I. But um, uh, like was, to, yeah. to get there was super. Like for me, I I typed in maybe at number four, and it showed up as you know A Y B E were all correct, but like in the wrong order. I was like, I was like, what the hell is this? And then I have to like remember like you can you can use double letters, you know, and I don't I, I can't remember. I how... Go ahead.
2: I I remember that the guy made it. He's uh, he's British, so I was like, okay. oh, until it clicked in for me that it could be Abby.
1: Oh yeah, there you go, there you go. Yeah, like it just was just like I was like, I don't know. It was just when I figured out maybe, I was like, oh, it's got to be maybe. I was so confident, I pushed maybe. Oh, he and Sam just did the wordle for today and got four. He's not gonna tell us though. No, no spoilers. No so.
3: spoilers.
1: But um, uh, Jimmy Jimmy Fallon cheated and got his audience to help him with his. With yeah. his so. Um, uh, but it's, it's a big thing the Wordle now. So, um, uh, for, and, you know, like I think Clint tweeted out something like, I'm a Wordle's a new fantasy football, nobody cares. I'm like, no, I do care. I want to see your Wordle Tetris thing cause I want to see how you... it's so interesting how everybody gets to where it is. Um, and I, I was like, oh, so you start with that. And I, do, you, do you guys start with the same word every, every uh, day? I
0: started, I started with the word that started with the A, so I had that. First letter and so, place the whole time.
1: Starting with an A and, is that, that's hard for me. Like I'm a, I was like, oh, it starts with an A. Like when I figured out it starts with an A, I was like what? with yeah. An no, a. that made it super hard. And
0: that's yeah. Yeah. I, I then I tried arrow and I tried. I'm trying to
1: see. See, so I wouldn't guess arrow on the next one. Me personally, because yeah, you have two two R's, you, right?
0: Two letters the same. So yeah, yeah like uh, like uh, a waste of a guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, not a waste because I mean you do know and you might be able to get it on two tries, right? Um, so, I mean, cause that's another strategy. Like you want to get the word or do you want to try to find as many letters as possible? Right. Uh, and I'm, I'm a, you know, I, I'm more of a, give me all the hints that you can get type of thing. Like give me as many letters as you can. And, um, uh, like I, I can't remember, I, I started with like st- uh, steak or something, you know, <laughs> just to get some, some vowels and some consonants in there. But some people will go like, do a word, like you can get all the vowels in one one or do a word where you can get all the consonants in one to kind of uh, narrow it down. So I'm just interested. Um, uh, we'll see. Like uh, someone said they didn't one. I'm like, there's no way you didn't one. They they like made their own. I was like, yeah, you didn't get in one. Get out of here. So, but um, uh, yeah. Look at oh Sam. Sam started. He got the he got the last letter correct. Then he got second and last letter. Oh, he he was you know he he he's, <laughs> Sam's in this. I was in the zone. Sam's in this now. Yeah. So um, uh, you can follow Sam at Samsworth. <laughs> underscore ksl um he's no longer verified because he had to change his name so yeah um, but trust this is the real sam I, i'm looking at him trust me i'm not verified and, um uh, <laughs> Wait, i'm confused you had to change your, your twitter handle it was a very yeah. weird thing well from, when
3: i moved companies when i moved yeah, he, from my station in colorado when i moved out here they wanted me to include and it made sense but they wanted me to include like ksl in the handle or something like that uh-huh. in there and so i had to change it and so i lost my verification and. I've Damn. applied for so, it, and I don't I don't know what in the world. It sounds like they're asking me to Sam send me them said. one of my children, too, because...
0: <laughs> I, I thought KSL was actually pretty good at getting people verified.
3: Yeah, uh. apparently. Apparently not me, though. Just, Sam's so, the only I, one. I don't, I don't know what the problem is. I must have missed something along the way, but I've been denied like three times. Yeah,
1: and, and immunosom uh, is going to be the next to be verified. I refuse to get verified because I don't want to get canceled. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's the that's the first thing you cancel. And I and I tweet too much crap that I'm, I'm like, yeah, this is yeah, this is gonna look bad on my record. Like I tweet crap, and when, when my boss sees it, I'm like, oh crap, Nate saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be very very careful on um, uh, what words I use. Um, you know, go to the distance, forty nine, and um, he's not. You need Bear to change Grylls. your
0: handle, the Hutran Burner, man. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> um, uh, we got we got we got Bear grills on here. Um, uh, Beard grills excuse me. He doesn't drink his own urine. Um, uh, he, 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 but he does believe in it. So if you want to drink it on your own, go for it. And he'll, he'll give you tips. So, uh, <laughs> tips how to, how to not line, be
2: stupid yeah. and do it.
1: So. <laughs> this, this podcast was um, made specifically for Mark, um, uh, from the twos and threes. Cause I wanted him to understand that I can be positive about Utah jazz. And, uh, right now I thought actually Mark, feel pretty Mark good. Mark is the number one positive jazz fan Yeah, Him, him and Travis, um, uh, Logan's, um, uh, Logan's brother, Travis L. Cox. So, um, uh, <laughs> Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. Again, I'm a uh, drag squatch out there. I'm in New Orleans. I'm uh, making yeah, you that.
0: Yeah, just tweeted a photo of a of a lighter,
2: a big, big lighter. Bick lighter. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, oh. <laughs> things are things are getting really crazy out the New Orleans. So. Um, uh all right, guys. Well, I'm. Um, uh, thanks for joining us. And um, I eat. that's it. We'll see you guys next time. What's up, folks? It's another edition. It's a. Uh, oh, yep. Let's try it again. Three, two, go Winter Special Olympics. (laughs) No, actually, follow Sam for all your ice skating Nathan Chen news. Uh Nathan Chen is amazing.
2: I can promise you from this, I, I will never get thrown out again. I can promise you that.